0: Alrighty, thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Kelsey Moad, and this podcast for Full Contact Fighter. It's nice to be doing one of these. It's been a little while. Uh, you, if you're unaware, Full Contact Fighter, you can follow at FC Fighter uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, our official Facebook page. Full Contact Fighter, with official in brackets. We also have video content up at on YouTube, FC Fighter videos, and then of course the site itself, FC Fighter. Uh, in this show, I'm talking to Tim Means. He's going to take on Alex Garcia at UFC Fight Night 112. That goes this Sunday in Oklahoma City. That's uh, a really, really interesting fight at 170. It's always uh, good to talk to Tim. He's always an interesting interview. And then I talked to Kyle Bochniak and Jeremy Kennedy, and those guys are fighting uh, July 22nd at the UFC and Fox Card in Long Island, and that's an interesting uh, fight at 145. Both guys trying to make moves in the 145 division. Uh, so stay tuned for that. You're listening to Full Contact Fighter Radio. You can check out the best clothing with the most established logo in the MMA industry by going to the Full Contact Fighter shop. Just head to fcfighter.com and click on the shop tab to take a look at FCF's famous hoodies, t-shirts, shorts, among many other great items. You can order securely online at fcfighter.com or email fcfnews at aol.com. Talking to Tim Means is going to take on Alex Garcia, June 25th at UFC Fight Night one twelve that goes in Oklahoma City. Thanks so much for doing this, Tim. Yeah,
1: hey, thanks for having me.
0: Let's jump off with Alex and your reaction uh, when you found out you're going to be fighting him. Uh, were you familiar with Alex, and, and how did you feel about it?
1: Um, I'm familiar with the guy. We fought on some of the same cards, or um, in the past couple, I think. And um, you know, I tried to watch him fight a couple of times. He just has a real boring style, doesn't. He? Couldn't really do a whole lot. Used the gas, you know. So I was happy to get a fight right away. You know, I went down there to Brazil. I fractured my foot in the fight. Had a nerve contusion going on. So oh, wow. got back and saw the surgeon when well, we got back here to make sure I didn't tear anything or have anything in my knee tore, like I thought I did. Um, but yeah, like the first minute into the fight, I thought I had rolled my ankle and I went a fracture in my foot. So got got back, thankful that it wasn't something. Super serious, took nine, ten weeks to get healed up, all that good stuff. Work around the problem, and you know, I hit up Dana White. Said if I could get cleared by the doctors, by his doctors and by my doctors, if I could get on that card in Oklahoma City in front of my cousins and the brothers and everybody that's out there. Um, He said, "Yeah." So we were able to get uh, two doctors to say that you know uh, I was cleared and I was ready to rock and roll, and you know I just want to make up for my last performance really. So. Um, we went to a couple couple of, of opponents, and Alex and was the one that stuck around. So we've been sizing each other up for for a few fights now, and um, we we get we get to get a hold of each other, so it's a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So how early on did you say that happened with, when you hurt your your foot in the fight with uh, Oliveira?
1: Uh, within a minute, man. He threw a pair of kicks. I checked both of them, and you know I like to counter the kick with straight left hands down the pipe or straight punches, and I stepped a punch, and I felt like I. Like I said, I thought I rolled my ankle, and uh, um, somehow it, it, the nerve contusion there inflamed the nerve, and every time I took a step, man, it was like I was getting stabbed in my calf. Uh. I thought I had something torn in my knee, but I kept trying to look down at my leg to see if like, my leg was torn open or something, you know? And yeah. Plus, trying to duck punches, I talked some trash and picked a fight. Um, I, I got a little bit of humble pie that night, you know? So, uh yeah, it was, it was it was right away, and I just never got going in the fight. I couldn't I could stop thinking about my leg or what was going on in there. So next day, uh, we went in the back. And they wanted to give me a shot of cortisone, and I didn't understand what was being said or whatever. I saw a big-ass needle. I'm like, hey, I just want some Tylenol. I want to go back to my room, and I'll go to the doctors when I get back to the States. And as soon as I landed. Our athletic trainer had us with the orthopedic surgeon right away, so I was able to jump on it and get
2: everything figured out
0: right away MRI, all that good stuff. You know, you've had to deal with a lot of adversity the last couple of years. Huh? I mean, you got this injury, you had the ridiculousness with USADA, uh, you had the the confusion in the first fight with Oliveira. I mean, you've had to deal with a lot.
1: That's yeah, life, man. It's with yeah. everything, you know, and if you allow yourself to get down and, and Pick on yourself or whatever. You you never get get back up on your feet, you know. So things happen. We chalk it up as lessons learned and, and, and try to move on or whatever. But life is cool, man. You know. So learn from these lessons. And uh, I don't think there's really anything to learn from the last fight. I can't really judge the fight. I can't say if Alex is better or if I got worse or whatever. Things just it wasn't my night. The stars aligned not to not to be in my favor that night. So you know, I'm happy to get another chance. I'm on the main card here. UFC knew I was struggling through an injury or whatever, and I didn't pull out of the fight, so um, you know, I had a bone bruise from, from the December fight, throwing a kick in that fight, you know, they said I was better off breaking my foot, but you know, I had a bone bruise, dealt with that through camp and, you know, I just stressed out my foot enough to where I was expecting the rest once the fight was done, but it decided not to uh, let me get to the end of the fight, so um, makes me tough in my head, man, I, I got through a lot, I've been through a lot, here we are for another opportunity and another chance to get paid, and you know, afterwards I'm going to go catch some bass and eat some banana
0: pudding. <laughs> Let's talk about Alex a bit more. Uh, he, he's had a kind of an up-and-down career. You know, he, he came into the UFC with a lot of hype, tri-star guy up here in Canada. He was seen as like one of our top prospects for a while. Uh, he's, he scored a couple big wins, coming off a big win over Mike Pyle, but he's also had some tough losses. Um, so what do you think are the keys for you to, to winning this fight? I, I think some would, would say trying to... Uh, he he might may have a tendency to gas later in the fight. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I think movement and just just overall pace, you know, make him keep up with the with the sprint. I think he's shown in the past that he does get tired. He's a very very muscular guy. Yeah, uh, looks to have good power, and you know, he throws that good overhand right, that single leg takedown that he likes to get. But it's just going to be movement and scrambling and just make him keep up. You know, he's the one that has to prove that his gas tank's better. I know I have a good gas tank and I know I'm healed up right now and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to this fight fully confident, even with the last issue with the whole Avera thing, you know what I mean? Those those guys wouldn't accept that fight outside of Brazil and I've traveled 27 hours one way, you know what I mean? That's the only place they would take the fight. So um, adversity is always on my side, you know, and I've proven that I can get through Ups and downs, good times and bad times, all that good stuff. So, um, I think Oliveira's got, or not Oliveira, I think Alex Garcia uh, has more pressure on him than I do. You know, I just have to show up and, and perform and make him prove that he's got things better than mine.
0: Do you expect him to come out and try to pressure you, maybe put you up against the fence, or, or take you down?
1: Yeah, you know, it seems like guys like to do it that. They 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 talk a big game. They're going to strike and stay in the pocket and all that. Once we start striking, they shoot takedowns. Um, you know, I'm confident in my wrestling. And then minus the last fight with the injury stuff or whatever, guys haven't been able just to hold on and hang on to me in this division. You know what I mean? And uh, it just it just hasn't been happening. You know, so like I said, I'm not even looking at the last fight. It is what it is. I'm built up now. And he's going to have to prove that he can do just that. Hang on to me and hold me down, and we'll see. We'll see how long those big arms stay energized and have oxygen in them, and see who's throwing hard punches at the end of the two rounds. You know?
0: Yeah. What do you think a win over Alex sets you up for? Do you see like a, a top ten guy uh, coming down the pipe if you can get by Alex?
1: I'm not, I'm not really sure. I moved to the next pay here in my contract, and that's always cool. So yeah. Uh, Right now, you know, I got I got a lot of guys that wanna avoid me, you know, because they're 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 ranking and things of that nature. And I don't really bring a lot to the table, you know, I'm not really ranked all that high or whatever. I don't even know where I'm even ranked, but uh the division's mixing up so much, you know, so there's a lot of good wrestlers in the division that seem to lay and pray, not not really wanna get in the trenches and fight all that much, but you have to respect that stuff. You have to respect that style because it's it's our sport, you know, so um, if anything, I've gone in the gym and gotten more open-minded about the scrambling, about getting put on my back and having to force myself to get up rather than just hanging out and picking guys up off my back with my elbows and and, and in my own striking off my back. You know, so if anything, these losses have really made me open-minded on what I want to get done and what I need to get done, and you know, recovery work and massage work and cryotherapy. You know, it just just it's just got me more open-minded about everything going on and not only making me a better fighter, but a better person and just more open-minded about everything in general.
0: Do you know where the, this bout is placed on the card? Is it on the the Fox part of the card? Or is it on the FS1 part of the card? Do you know?
1: Um, I believe I'm the second fight on the main card. Oh, nice. I don't I don't know what I don't know if that's Fox Sports One or what that is, but the second fight on the main card.
0: Oh yeah, so it might, it's probably be Fox Sports One, I guess. If it's not a, would be my guess. But that that's cool. I mean, that that's uh, some more exposure for you.
1: Um, yeah, you know, the just seems pretty me good, man. Like if I ask for something, they try to find a way to make it work. If we disagree with something we negotiate. Tom's good at communicating with Sean Shelby and Joe Silva Pryor and, you know, um I hit up Dana and asked him, you know, if I could get on this card. He said of course, so he or said he was on it right away and you know, he went through the stuff, got cleared by the doctors and all that. So like I said, I have no complaints here. I'm coming off a loss against a guy that has a win on the main card. So, um the UFC knew I was hurt. They, they, they knew I didn't pull out of my last fight. and You know, they're, they're showing me that, um, that that means something to them. You know what I mean? By putting me deep on the main card and I'll, I'll, I'll keep the show going. And man, the last few UFC fights have been awesome. There's been some cool ass fights going on. So, mm-hmm. um, like with this card, there's a bunch, there's a bunch of fun fights on this card. So I'm, I'm happy to be deep in the lineup and, you know, getting to fight in front of my friends and family and, you know, I can't, I can't uh, go there and half-ass it. My mom's in the crowd. She'll be letting me know if I'm a pussy or not. <laughs> I need to get in there and throw down. So, um, you know, got a, lot, got a lot to prove. And, you know, chip on my shoulder for my last performance, which isn't going to be hard to talk because it's garbage. So um, I'm excited for this fight.
0: Yeah, that'll be kind of nice for you. You'll have, uh, I'm guessing, the, you know the, maybe not hometown support necessarily because you're in Albuquerque, but you'll have the crowd support. Alex being Canadian and you are you said you got family that's going to be there too, so be a very different than uh, your last fight in Brazil.
1: Yeah, you know the uh, the fans in Brazil are outstanding. You know they really yeah. back their people, and that that that's just fantastic to me. To watch people get behind their homegrown. You know I was born in Oklahoma, so I'm expecting a a pretty good showing out there. So. um you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully the crowd in Oklahoma is the
0: crowd in Brazil. That'd be badass. Mm-hmm. Before I let you go, I just wanted to get your take on. Uh, everybody's expecting Damon Maya is going to take on Tyron Woodley next. Um, what's your take on that fight? And and it seems like the consensus seems to be that that Tyron should be a, a considerable favorite for that fight. What's your take on it?
1: Um, is he fighting Maya or Masvidal? Well, yeah, it's, I heard Maya was her.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, recently Maya came out and said that he's not hurt, and then Tyron Woodley uh, okay. came out and said that yeah, he's he's expecting to fight Damien next.
1: Mm, you know, it, man, Maya just has that real slow plotting style, and it just seems to really really work for the guy. I thought he was exposed a little bit against Masvidal, where I thought Masvidal landed more of the damaging strikes, and uh, you know, Maya gave up his back a little too long in some of those you know, just criteria or whatever, but Overall, damage controlled. I thought um, Masvidal won that won that portion. And he showed a better gas tank. I thought
0: mm-hmm. he
1: was able to sprawl. He was able to out wrestle Masvidal or Amaya, except for you know, a couple of times he got his back taken. Yeah, but um, you know I still think he's a threat against Woodley, and Woodley shouldn't sleep on him. I don't think we can really judge Woodley's style against the Thompson his last couple of fights because they were both counter strikers, and styles make matchups. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I think this'll be a better fight than those two because Maya goes for takedowns and he goes after people and they create those scrambles and he's able to get the back and, and those and those things. So I'm thinking we'll see a little bit more of an exciting fight than two guys going backwards and kinda of waiting for the other one to strike. And the things I hear about Maya is you can't sleep on a strike and I hear he hits very, very hard. Uh you know, Willie got knocked out by Marc in strike force, so you know, he's got a chin that's been touched and tested and, I think it'll be a much closer fight than people expecting with Woodley really just kind of be I think he'll start out as the favorite. But I could see uh Maya winning the first two rounds and then fading later in the fight for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I would say Tyron's the, the favorite, my own take on it, um, just because of his wrestling background and because not his striking, but I agree. I think uh, Damien, I mean, even in a scramble, if he can get to Tyron's back, and the one thing the fight with Masvidal, uh, I thought, Maz, you know, everybody knew that defensive wrestling was going to play a factor in the fight, and it did. But I was also – you could see some tweaks in some of Damian's takedowns. He was chaining together some takedowns, and, uh, you know, and even now he's working on – he's comfortable going to his back if needed. So we might see some of that against Tyron, and, yeah, if he sleeps on, on Damian at all, he could, he could wind up in a bad position.
1: Yeah, and he's so patient with holding those positions. Like, once he you gets your back the side control or whatever – he doesn't rush those positions, and I, I, I'm pretty intrigued by that. He doesn't try to force the action. He waits out. He waits for you to make a mistake. And he capitalizes to where you're getting frustrated, uh, trying to defend the rear naked or whatever. He's just going to hang out there till you mess up, and mm-hmm. you know that that's intriguing to me. You know, he's he's a he's a patient fighter, and you know he's a pro.
0: Yeah. Well, Tim, I uh, can't wait for your five thousand with Alex Garcia. I think it's got the makings of an outstanding belt that goes June 25th. So thanks so much for doing this, and uh, good luck uh, in a couple weeks' time.
1: Yeah, thanks, Kelsey. Talk to you
0: soon. Talking with Jeremy Kennedy once again is going to take on Cobb Okniuk at UFC on Fox 25. That goes July 22nd in Long Island, New York. Thanks so much for, for doing this, Jeremy.
2: Thanks a lot for having me.
0: You know, let, let's talk about... Uh, this fight first and when did you find out that you're going to be taking on Kyle?
2: Um, It was just I was heading back from Vegas after the uh, the athlete retreat and um, yeah, I got the call from my coach who was in talks with my manager and that's the fight that they wanted to set up so uh, it was literally right as I was boarding my flight so that was pretty cool to uh, kind of sit on an airplane and, and brainstorm and plan out my, my training camp and stuff.
0: Yeah, right. So when they when your manager called you, were you familiar with Kyle? Is he someone that was already on your radar a little bit?
2: Oh yeah, this fight was kind of like already in the works. You know, like he had uh, we've been going back and forth a little bit on Twitter and what whatnot, and um, it was just kind of you know it was kind of, I knew it was it was coming in a sense as uh, we were both looking to be fighting on the same card. We just we we didn't know we were matched up against each other yet, and uh, the whole weekend there. I like I was kind of asking Sean Shelby like when who I was fighting blah blah blah. and He was keeping it a secret. He was good at what he does, and <laughs> then uh, obviously he had it in mind because as soon as I was leaving, I got I got the call. So um, yeah, I, I was pretty pretty confident that that was going to be the matchup that was going to happen. And, yeah. Uh, just yeah.
0: You know it's interesting because when you look at your UC fights to date, so you had your first fight uh, here, not you know not far from where you're at, your home city of Surrey in Vancouver. So you had yeah. the hometown support for that. Then you had to go fight Ronnie Jason in Brazil, who's a pretty big name down there. And although Kyle's yeah. a, a Massachusetts guy, I'm guessing you'll probably have you know some support in, in uh, New York. Oh. So you're going in enemy territory, I think uh, again. I
2: that's that's kind of what I uh, I've, I've thought as well. You know, and just. The simple fact that he's an American, yeah, and we're fighting in the states, you know. But let alone Massachusetts not being too far from uh, New York, I, I'm I'm planning on it being the, you know, being the him being the hometown boy or whatever. But I mean, I don't think anything will get as worse as uh, Brazil, <laughs> you know. So I'll I'll be okay with it. And the way I think about it is, after this fight, once I get this W, um, I will have fought a Canadian in Canada and beat him, and then a Brazilian in Brazil. And now an American in, in in the states, so I think it's a cool little feather to put in my cap after for uh, yeah after this match.
0: Yeah, I no don't doubt that's a good way of looking at it, and also you would move your record to eleven and zero. And and Kyle, he's got a loss and a win, I think, in the UFC. But uh, yep. you know, has I think he's he's also on a lot of people's radars in terms of like rising sort of a rising prospect, similar to you. So what what's let's get your thoughts on him as a fighter. Where do you think he's good? Where, where do you think he's best? Where do you think he's not so great?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely yeah, like another another prospect in in a sense as we're both uh, you know, rookies in the UFC, you know, or on the come up. Um, I think my age plays a bit bit more of a bigger factor as the prospect role. Yeah. But that doesn't take anything away from this fight, you know. He's uh he's still going to be a tough guy. Um, I was just watching a lot of footage and, you know, he's he's good at what he does. And uh but I got a lot of guys here at my gym that kind of mimic that style really well. So I'm going to be uh, super prepared for everything, you know, if he decides to try to shoot in on me or, you know, keep it on the feet. Just everything. We've, we've watched this guy. We kind of uh, have a pretty good idea of what he's going to be bringing.
0: So let's talk about your camp then. Are you, is, it, is most of it going down out here? Who's helping you get ready?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty much my full camp is, is going to be here with all my guys. You know, I've got, I've got everything I need here, you know, when it comes to recovery and you know supplements and sponsorship and meal prep sponsorships and just it makes it's easy living I'm comfortable here you know and uh in the in the gym we're we're constantly mixing it up so to make me uncomfortable there you know so I'm comfortable outside of the gym sleeping properly in my own bed and everything like that no road trips but then when I get into the gym you know every day is a different day and uh we got we got the guys that like I said really mimic his style have watched him and like they're they're fighting to be like Kyle you know so it's I'm facing him every single day, you know, and uh, I'm bringing in one of my old coaches from out east. You know, he, he was with me in my whole my whole career, and then just about two and a half years ago, three years ago, he had, uh, he had to move for work. So uh, I thought it was a good time to bring him back, and uh, so he's going to be coming out for a week or so. And uh, just to kind of change things up and give me that extra push, and then I've got my regular team here and regular coaches and everything, everything seems to be staying the same.
0: Did you mention if you're going to be doing any spending any time with Bibiano Fernandez?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's my number one uh, training partner and coach and everything. You know, I spend lots of time with him. He's here full time, and uh, I think he's got a fight coming up pretty soon now. He can't really announce it yet, but he'll be fighting two weeks after me or so maybe. And uh, so yeah, we're 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 putting in hard work together. You know, we're kind of doing our camps very similar, so it's going to be good.
0: Yeah, nice. Let's talk about the the fight against Ronnie J- Jason and and uh, you know I thought it was such a huge win for you, very impressive win. Not only because it was in Brazil, and I know I know Ronnie's had some losses lately, but he's a dangerous, super dangerous guy. What's your reflections yeah. on that win now? And do you agree that it was the biggest win in your career?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, with with his recent losses, you know, it's, yeah, they're losses. But if you look at them, who he's lost to, you know, they're they're top ten guys. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really happy to be be part of that group to you know, get the W over him. You know, his last fight was against Dennis Bermuda and then then his next one's against me. So that was uh that was a pretty cool feeling. And um yeah, I mean I, I'm i not necessarily satisfied with that that win. Like that's uh I, f- I fought very different that fight. I mean I got the job done so I'm I'm happy with that. But uh I just I'm you know, I don't want to fight the same way I fought Hani as I do Kyle. You know, I don't I've got a completely different game plan for that so it's it's cool to look at that fight and, and see i got a lot of experience i've had 30 minutes in the in the ufc octagon now so that that's a good thing to take away from it and um you know like that there was ups and downs in that fight i'd really had to push myself heading into that third and uh yeah so I, I'm, I'm happy with everything how it went down but i just i, I expect a lot more from myself
0: i think that the one thing that that's really kind of shown through in that fight. For a lot of people, and I wasn't the only one I'm sure who thinks this was just you know Hani is a he's dangerous standing, but he's he's a black belt, uh, and and your grappling you know really served you well in that that fight. Uh, yeah. Do you feel like kind of now moving forward, that's going to be an element of your game that people aren't going to look past?
2: Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I've uh, i I've, I've always had a strong suit there, and I feel comfortable like that fight especially knowing. You know, Honey's been submitting guys in the UFC for a long time, and he's a third-degree black belt. So I, I believe I can I can compete with absolutely anybody in my weight class on the ground and uh, do, do fairly well. And just getting ready for that fight, you know, there'd be days where I would just go and uh, sit in Bibiano's guard, rounds on rounds on end, because I knew I was going to be there in the fight. And, you know, like, that's a, that's another level higher. So that got me super, like, Just got me ready. Like by the time I got in there and I was in in guard, it was just it was night and day from what I'd been doing every day leading up to it. Yeah. You know, and uh, so I think that's going to be another thing heading into this fight. Like like I said, we're we're going over scenarios all the time, specific to Kyle. So I think when I get in there, it's going to be a lot easier than all the days I've been grinding. You know, leading up to it.
0: Do you know yet where this? fight with Kyle is going to be placed on the card do you know is, is it going to be on the, the prelim know. like on the no I,
2: I hope, S, I, hope it's televised, man. Yeah. I, I mean fight pass is good and all but I want, I want more eyes you know the, my last two fights have both been on. one was the first fight of the night and then the second one was the, the featured fight pass fight or whatever but uh, you know that that's always good and all but I, I would like to be hopefully on like the, the Fox prelims or something like that some live TV time that would be good but uh, yeah, I, yeah I, have, I have no idea
0: because that was kind of what I was thinking of when, when you were talking about we were, about the the win over Hani and 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 just people getting familiar with your grappling skills and I was thinking and, and you noting that you'd like you know uh, you weren't super happy with your performance and, and I was just kind of thinking that you know whoever if you can score a big win and it's televised then you move you know the undefeated record that much further and, and maybe get some real buzz behind you.
2: Exactly, you know, and I think that. That's what I'm planning on in, in this next one. You I know, mean, really, kind of like coming out party. You know, yeah. And, uh, really, really show my my skills, my all around game, and uh, hopefully it'd it be on live TV. And here we go.
0: Well, I have you mentioned being at the UFC fighter retreat. What was that like for you? You know, you're just a couple fights in. So, what was it like uh, being at that and then being around uh, some of the more experienced fighters and, and some of the big name fighters?
2: It was cool. It was cool. Like seeing how they all interact with each other and stuff like that you know i I was comfortable with it i know i know some guys from you know fighting on the same cards or whatever so i got you know just just hanging out it was cool they kept us busy you know it was cool to see a bunch of you know like the performance center was awesome and uh yeah they they knew how to make us have a good time and Mm -hmm. so yeah i i took away a lot from it i mean some guys were kind of ragging on it and whatever but uh that's them and that's their their opinion i don't really have an opinion on that. I'm I'm new to the game. I only have two fights in the UFC, so I was just kind of grateful for just being there and, and knowing that I'm one of one of these guys now. You know, and I just want to be in the UFC for a long time and just be one of those guys. You know, the guys that I was looking at, like, well, they they're they're vets, you know, and yeah. I I, I got to work hard to stay here and and become a vet. You know,
0: yeah. One guy who made headlines coming out of that is fellow British Columbian and Canadian Cajun Johnson. Uh, yeah. He was rag, ragging on, on the Reebok deal, and uh, I think there's a lot of guys, and I can understand some of their grievances with it. Are, are you friends? Have you come across cross paths with with KJ at all over the years?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we uh, we get along, and we were hanging out lots on, on the weekend as well. He's a local guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's got strong views on that. You know, he's even before the the retreat, he was in Washington D.C. trying to like rally for the Alley Act and stuff like that, and all the power to him. And I mean it's going to be nothing but good for, for me and whatever gets more money in my pocket, I'm, I'm game for. But like I said, I don't, I don't necessarily have the voice right now to be, you know, stern, stirring, stirring anything up. I, I haven't really earned that yet. You know, I, I think it takes these, these bigger fighters, bigger names to be stepping up and saying something for anything to really happen. So I'm, I'm content with, you know, I'm just happy to be here, you know, just keep getting these fights and, uh, you know providing for myself, and this is what I do for a living now, so it's you know I'm all in so
0: yeah no i, I can appreciate that i I agreed with a lot of what Cajun had to say, but I completely Absolutely. understand where you're coming from, yeah um, and while I have you before I let you go, um it was announced, I don't know if you saw, but it was announced that the mayweather McGregor fights ago august twenty sixth yeah so w- what do you think i guess two part question did you actually think this was gonna happen, and two what what do you do you think Connor has any chance, realistic chance of beating Mayweather?
2: Um well yeah, I, I kinda had a feeling it was gonna happen just because there's too much money in it for all parties, you know, there, to not have it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it like, that's just, everyone's gonna be rich after that one. And uh as for a winner, I I mean, you know, you would you would think especially it'd be in boxing and everything like that, it's it's Floyd, but who knows what he's been doing on his downtime if he's just been enjoying retired life? And, uh, you know, Connor's always grinding. He is the bigger guy. But again, it, it's hard to give him a chance when it's, you know, Floyd Mayweather's a 49 0 boxer and, and they're boxing, you yeah. know, so it's it's pretty tough. But I mean, a lot of people are talking about his power and, and how he can, might be able to catch him. And that's, you, you can give him the puncher's chance. But it, on paper, you would think that Mayweather's going to win. But again, he, he was kind of looking old these days too. And, and to his credit, he is. I think he's in his forties now. So it's. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of factors in and out of it. I mean, to me, I'm, I'm just gonna watch it just to say I watched it. you interested know, in that. I, I, I think Conor should be in MMA and not holding up divisions and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, to each their own.
0: Yeah, I mean, such a huge payday. <laughs> he's getting exactly so much money. Can,
2: and I would fight both those guys every single day for yeah. the rest of my life for that money.
0: <laughs> I personally think if if McGregor makes it, you know, seven eighth round, uh, it's a victory for him, and if he goes if he goes twelve rounds, you know, it's it's a big victory for him. Mayweather not only yeah. is he forty nine zero. Uh, I agree, McGregor's got a, a puncher's chance, and uh, I think most people understand that. But you know, Mayweather one of the reasons he's not the most popular fighter aside from some of his off out of the ring issues and comments and whatnot. Uh, one of the greatest defensive fighters of all time. So, exactly. you know, it's going to be tough, I think, for McGregor to score that big shot. But, you know, even if he can yeah. make it, if he can go the distance, I think that's a huge victory for for him.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, but I mean, you, you got to think too is with that defense, you need a lot of speed. So you never know what the I don't know when his last fight was. When was that Pacquiao fight? That, I mean,
0: uh, yeah, that was like last spring. He after
2: that, as well, too. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't know what he's been doing on his downtime, but I would imagine he's always training. as a lifestyle, so yeah. yeah, it
0: should be good. Yeah, and, and so should your fight with Kyle Bachnick. That goes, like I said, at, at UCN Fox 25, July 22nd. So, Jeremy, thanks so much for doing this, and uh, good luck uh, against Kyle. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Speaking with Kyle Bachnick, <laughs> is going to take on Jeremy Kennedy at UCN Fox 25. That goes July 22nd in Long Island. Thanks so much for doing this, Kyle.
3: Thanks, man. Thanks
0: for having me on. You know, first thing I wanted to ask you about, I talked to Jeremy earlier this week, and uh, you know, we we sort of discussed the fact that, and even though you're from Massachusetts, in some ways, you know, he's expecting you to have you know the, the hometown advantage, obviously, and you'll have more fan support. He's from my neck of the woods here in Canada. Do you got some people going out, and what do you think about that? Are you, you you feel like you're going to have the the hometown support? Uh,
3: yeah, I feel like I'll probably have the more the hometown support just because. You know, Long Island's only a four-hour drive from Boston, and um, I'm from a small little town in Gloucester, where everybody would probably be going to as well to support me. Um, so yeah, it might get a little loud in there. Um, I think I would have definitely the hometown um, favor on my side.
0: Yeah. What was your reaction when when this fight uh, finally got booked?
3: Um, Christmas came early. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really. I'm really excited about. It. It's been a very intriguing matchup, I feel like, for MMA fans and uh, for Jeremy and myself. It's going to set who the next prospect is, who's going to climb up these rankings and break into the
0: um, top fifteen. Yeah, and we kind of talked about that as well. Um, you know, and you're welcome to listen to it when it's up on the site. Uh, you know, just the fact that it's two sort of rising featherweights. Uh, what did you know about Jeremy before this fight got booked? He was familiar to you? Have you seen? I mean had you watched his, his other UFC outings?
3: Um, no, I didn't know much about Kennedy at all. All I know is he made his debut on my um, second UFC fight versus Barzola in Vancouver.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, he was on the early prelims. I remember, you know, watching him on TV for a little bit, waiting for my name, like, my name to get called. Um, I remember him fighting Rich, Richie, and um, it was really weird. I And in my mind, I was like, we'll probably cross paths one day because I think he was a natural 145er, but then I got ready, getting warmed up, and get on. It was my time to go. But, um, you know, months passed, and he was scheduled to fight on the same card as me when we would go to Fort Unfortunately, my, my opponent backed out, and we rescheduled. But um, I posted a fight. I, I posted up on Twitter saying that I would love to fight in Long Island, and he commented on it and said I would too. And that's when I kind of started taking notice of him. I was like, I remember this kid from somewhere, and I started watching film. And I was like, you know, this would, be, this would be a really good matchup for us. And, um, you know, we started tripping away on Twitter, and the fight happened.
0: Yeah. So now that you've watched his fights, what's your take on him, and where do you feel like you've got the advantages?
3: Um, my take on Jeremy is he knows what he's good at, and he's going to try to get the fight there. Um, he's a grinder. He's got a natural grappling IQ. Um, he likes to pin people against the cage and uses his um, tallness as leverage. Um, and he can make it a tough fight for people who don't know how to get off the cage or have proper footwork.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I think I am better than him in all areas, and a lot of people haven't seen my true game at all. Um, I'm a very good grappler as well. And I think I have the explosiveness, the cardio... And the power advantage. Um, So wherever he wants to take the fight, I'm comfortable. I can grapple. I can strike. I can scramble. And my cardio can go for days. Um, But if he does get the fight where he wants, I'm going to have to get off that cage and um, return the favor and throw down.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, like... the take on him after his first couple of performances in the UFC has been you know, more, more regarding his grappling, and that's sort of where he's shown in, in his fights, particularly against Honey Jason, who is a black belt jiu-jitsu. Um, do you <clears throat> expect that Jeremy's going to try to take you down? It, it, it sounds like that's what you're kind of expecting, or at least to close the distance and try to keep you against Cage. It, it, it sounds like you're not expecting him to stand and trade it through too much.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I expect him to... Want to press me against the cage and try to take me down. But, you know, he might want to, you got to expect the, like, everything. He might want to improve himself since we've been chirping away and shit, and I told him he's a pretty boy and doesn't want to get hit. He <laughs> might want to come out and bang. Yeah. So he might want to try to prove a point, but, you know, as soon as he gets hit by my right hand, if it doesn't knock him out, he's going to sing twice, and he's going to go back to his natural instinct, and that's not wanting to get hit and pressing people in close the distance. Nobody wants to get hit in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't want to get hit in the face, but when i'm in the, when I'm in that fight i don't even, i don't I don't care anymore. you hit me, I see red, I'm trying to knock your head off, so it's kind of like but at the same time, I need to be aware that he may try to suck me in, make get a little over sloppy, and then try to take me down so it's there's gonna be a little like respect there, but once he feels my power, he's probably gonna change his mentality about wanting to
0: bangle me, yeah. Do you feel like because he's coming off that win over Ronnie Jason that this is a great time to fight him in that, sure, he might have some momentum, but if you can beat him, you kind of get some of that shine that he's gotten through that win. Do you, do you feel that way?
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. That's a, that's, a, that's a good point because I wanted to fight Pepe really bad. That was a good, he, he has a lot of fans. He's been in UFC forever. He was on The Ultimate Fighter. He actually fought Ronnie Jason in the final. Yeah, um, Ronnie Jason beat him, so he was the Ultimate Fighter winner. So I didn't get to fight Pepe. Kennedy beat the guy who beat Pepe. So now if I beat Kennedy, it's like, I beat them all. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. definitely, it would be a good feather in my
0: cap. Yeah, for sure. Let's jump back. I think the last time I talked to you was leading up to the fight with Enrique Barzola, which, like I, as you noted, took place out here, where close to where I'm at in Vancouver. Uh, yeah. So how do you feel about that fight now? Like, looking back, you've had... I mean, now we're looking at, we're almost at a year out, which is, wow, time flies, right. but uh, how do you feel about that Crazy. performance?
3: Um, I got, basically, when I made my my debut, it was on four days' notice. Yeah. Um, so I didn't feel any jitters or anything like that. It was just, I fought the week before that, so it was like, all right, let's do it, I'll cut weight again, let's bang, let's go, this is my opportunity to get in the big league. So I didn't have any chance to feel nothing, it was just, let's do it. But then when I finally got my first camp um, game planning for someone in the UFC who won the Ultimate Fighter, like, the jitters came. And, you know, Mike, I I got that out of the way. I got that out of the window. We game planned for someone. And actually, Enrique didn't do anything that we game planned for. We thought he was going to come forward and try to take me down. But he was point fighting and running away. He would land a couple shots and run away. So it was tough to deal with. We had... um, Game plan on the fly. I had to get through my jitters. Um, you know, I thought I handled everything very well. Things didn't go exactly the way I wanted. I wasn't 100% happy with my performance. But again, you know, I got the experience that I needed with the 15 minutes with Rosa, 15 minutes with Barzola. So now i got my time. I got the jitters out of the way. I understand what it is to go through all the, emo- uh, the emotions, do the motions. Um, got me experience. Been through a little bit of adversity. Now it's time to go in there and make a statement and start climbing these rankings.
0: Yeah, and, and you know the the interesting thing about that victory now is looking back is he's gone on uh, to win back to back fights, uh, decision Benitez, decision Chris Avila, showing a ton of toughness and ruggedness in those fights. So I think that that win, uh, even though it was by split, now it kind of it stands out a bit more because of those victories. Do you agree? Yeah,
3: I agree, and yeah. I think I won that fight, and a lot of people. They don't think I won that fight. I mean, if they were sitting closer, they probably would understand that I was landing the more heavier shots. And even with a new point system, I would have won that fight. Um, a lot of his strikes were just grazing off me, just kind of nicking me. But I was the aggressor. I was moving forward, and I was landing the heavier blows. Um, but, yeah, so the win does play a big factor because it does feel good that he is now 3-4. and um, He's gone
0: on... A- here, tear, um, and now it's time for me to go on a tear. Let's talk about your camp. Uh, who's helping you get ready for uh, the fight with Jeremy?
3: Um, I'm doing a lot of cross-training with uh, a team, City uh, Dong over in um, Somerville in Boston, and with a couple of beasts over there, Rob Font, um, a couple other you guys over there, and we just... Got one other kid who just came to the gym, um, names Colby, fights Bellator and stuff like that. And I got my main trainer partner, uh, Sean Fisher, who's a beast on the ground, killer, grappler, my head coach, Sean Clark, James Moyn, all the same guys, man. I got a small little, just knit of guys that, you know, we've been killing it and I trust them and we have the best training around.
0: Has this last year been tough financially because you had that fight fall through and like, as we noted, it's been almost a year since you fought?
3: Oh yeah, it, financially it's been it's been tough, man. That's why I've never been so hungry in my life. Like, the when the fight fell through with Pepe, it, it, it kind of like crushed me financially. Um, after the fight with Brazola, I made a good piece of money. I put all of my money aside for bills. I predicted that I would fight in the next four to six months, and I thought I would be good. I put all the money for my training camp. So you know, I made it perfect. But when the fight with in Brazil fell through now my bank funds were depleted, yeah um so now now I'm like having to have people invest like pay like taking money out, um living on fuck whatever, just doing everything I can to try to get to this camp, eat right, and go in here and make a statement so I can get those fifty gs
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. did you go out to the yeah. fighter r- retreat recently?
3: yeah, I did man it was yeah. it was an awesome time.
0: Did you see Jeremy there? I know when I talked to him, he, we talked a little bit about it. Did you see him Did you see him there?
3: Yeah, just, I just see Jeremy there. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just getting done with my workout, and we uh, crossed paths. And, uh, you know, he bumped out his chest a little bit, tried to pull himself, <laughs> and I was just like, what's good? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, we're going to fight. Whether you talk shit or not, it, we're fighting. We're going to get in that cage, and we're going to throw down. The fight's going to happen. So, yeah.
0: whatever.
3: Might as well make it fun.
0: Do you uh well before I let you go, uh, as I talk to you tomorrow, Ward Kovalev two is going down. Do you follow boxing and and if so, who who do you like in that fight?
3: What you say, Triple D, G and who?
0: No, Kovalev Andre Ward tomorrow rematch. Oh no 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 I, yeah no
3: I'm not
0: watching that one. All right, well but, uh, what, you, what about Canelo uh, Triple, Triple G then?
3: I I love Triple G man. I'm gonna have to take him even though is a, a firecracker. He's like going there and bang, but Triple G, he's too technical, too superior, too quick. He's going to make those angles and do what he does
2: best.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what the impact of McGregor Mayweather has on the draw that of Triple G Alvarez, which obviously, from a boxing standpoint, should be a much better yeah. fight. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of taking the wind out of the sails a little bit with uh, Mayweather. I know. It, yeah, yeah it's, I know,
3: definitely. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. Well, it's but, uh,
3: you know a lot of eyes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say a lot of eyes will be going back on boxing once once uh, McGregor fights Mayweather.
0: Do you think uh, you think he's just got no chance against Mayweather, or virtually no chance? Uh,
3: me personally, I don't think he has a good chance. Okay. Uh, people say he has a puncher's chance, but so did Pacquiao. And,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Uh, you know what I mean, like, and Pacquiao's a way better boxer than McGregor. Um, McGregor is really good, rangy, got good power in the MMA cage because there's other strikes there to threaten. So yeah, but I mean, just to worry about two hands and Mayweather is just—he's a, a wizard. He's a defensive counterpuncher wizard, like he's the prodigy of the Philly shell. He—he's—he's he's not gonna get touched.
0: So. Yeah, and it's I. I think something else is getting mixed, missed, in, in this conversation too is not only is Mayweather's you know one of the greatest defensive fighters of all time, but you know ten ounce gloves are big and they're a lot bigger than four ounce MMA gloves, and, and there's more padding. So uh, yeah. McGregor's in a very tough spot to land that big shot. I just think you know, sure he's got a puncher's chance. Anybody does technically, you know, yeah. in a boxing match. But yeah, I mean, it's just he's. I think he's. I think even if he makes like past ten rounds, it's a huge victory for him.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I don't think he'll have the gas tank to go 10 rounds.
0: But, yeah.
3: And I think Mayweather would pick him apart, just counterpunching him. But we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. Maybe he'll win and there'll be a <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll be watching. And, and uh, I'll be watching you uh, seen Fox 25 when you take on Jeremy. It's an interesting fight. So, Kyle, best of luck that night. And, and thanks so much for doing this.
3: Uh, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on.